Hi everyone and welcome to the 49th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Greetings everyone. Lauren. Hello. And David. Evixen. Evixen <laughs> indeed. Yay. It seems that ever since uh, Nomura had his whatever, first premiere showcase, um, news has been a bit scarce. So we're going to have our normal two segment show but there isn't really much to talk about. Not really. They've kind of gone underground yet again. Well, that was in January, but they haven't really said anything since, despite the fact that Dissidia is coming out. Well, they had the the Dissidia launch event in Japan, but nothing really big out of it. I believe Nomura has gone back into his little hole where he, you know... No, no, we've got some Nomura stuff. Oh, we do? Okay, that's good. Really? 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 Yeah, we've got some Nomura stuff. He's been been saying stuff again. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. It's so weird when he says stuff. He just says... Stuffed. Stuff. Okay, yeah, continue. I, I stuff. See that being weird. Usually doesn't <laughs> happen. So yeah, we've got a few news stories, and then uh, we've got two questions for you guys today. So as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network, and it comes out on iTunes Store, Final Fantasy Union, and David... FF-XIII.net So I guess it's time for us to jump straight into some news... hear your excitement yes it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> well it's all Dissidia news there's really nothing much to be excited about well it's all Dissidia news and there's a sad story at the end so we're, we're rounding it out with a sad story at the end that's even yes. more depressing so, so um, well I'm sorry it's just it's just the order it well, happened what are you in. sorry for Square Enix should be the ones that, so- that are sorry yes well anyway we'll get on to that in a bit so the first <gasps> story we have is that Gilgamesh uh, after I guess everyone knew it was coming was has finally been officially revealed for Dissidia Duodicum <coughs> so he was finally, uh, after, like, a magazine teased he was existence. teased in a trailer no 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 it was an image wasn't it a poster oh yeah it was a poster was a poster. Was a, like an advertising yeah. poster yeah so he's been officially revealed yeah. and his character will work in much the same way voice. that he has throughout the games so especially Final Fantasy 8 where when he was summoned he would just have random swords oh, yeah. so what he's gonna yeah so what he's gonna do in this one is that's really um, interesting whenever he makes an attack his swords will change but you won't know what they're gonna change to it'll be completely random I think he it has one make... sword called the Excalibur or something along those lines that's the yes yes he does yeah. yeah that's the one where he did like one damage yeah okay yeah he was different he was different each time wasn't he well, in, in 8, he just appeared randomly, didn't he? Yeah, there was four and different he could swords do, that like, he chose Yeah, from. he could do four different moves. Yeah. There's, yeah, like, he one of them was uh, Odin's sword, the Zantezuken, or whatever it was. Yep, insta-kill. Zantezuken? Yes, Colin. One of them was Excalibur, and then there was Excalibur, and then there's one more, which I can't remember. I think it's just Murasame. It was, like, an elemental attack. Yeah. It was just amazing, because if he turned up... If he turned up during a boss and did Santetsuken, it was just like, yes, get in. I, I, I didn't think he did what? it during boss battles. Well, he did maximum damage. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. It wasn't insta-kill, though. That would be cheap. Although, yeah, although... Gugamesh um, for massive damage. Yojimbo could do insta-kill on bosses in 10. <laughs> well, that's a slight segue. Yojimbo was awesome. He also yeah. just looks so awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, both of them. Yojimbo the looks and amazing. Dog. Yeah. Enkidu. <laughs> yeah, he has a puppy. Um, yeah, so Gilgamesh was revealed. Um, oh, I guess we should also mention that there was a new... Well, Chaos has been revealed as a, a playable character. Mm. I don't know if yeah, you Desperado Chaos. 
Yeah, well, it's not really a new character. It's just no, it's kind just of he's just playable yeah. now. I'm not. I'm, I'm more excited for Gilgamesh than Chaos. Chaos seems incredibly overpowered. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know why they really did that. There was like Chaos teasing this big playable, character why not reveal, Cosmos? and then it was like Chaos. Great. Seymour. <laughs> well, I suppose Chaos. Well, Ka- uh, Chaos is actually fight. You fight against him, don't you? So I guess it makes a little bit more sense because Cosmos is just in cut. That's scene. true. Cosmos is the manipulative one. Sends out her pawns <laughs> to do yeah. all the dirty work. Chaos is just like, I'm going to beat you down. And these guys are going to do it too. I just... We're all I'm a happy just family. sad because I, I was really rooting <clears throat> for Seymour. Why are you sad? I was really rooting for Seymour, you know? Like, I really wanted Seymour. Well, it doesn't make any sense. As as Colin has just written up, under my guidance. <laughs> under yeah. your guidance. Under my guidance, um, I mean the whole point of of, of Seymour, Seymour was that they they wanted to put him in the first Dissidia, but they couldn't because Yuno they didn't wasn't in it. Feel yeah, because they felt that Titus didn't have a strong but, enough connection but, with but Seymour. Jack made so a lot more Jack sense. In. But isn't Yuna in it now? Yeah, but Yuna yeah Yuna's in this game now. So exactly, Yuna's like, in well, it, but Seymour's why not have not? Seymour in it? So what, come what on, hell? Seymour, please. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've we just highlighted... We, Colin just wrote an article where he just highlighted the fact they haven't really added any yeah. villains, and it doesn't really make any sense. I'm thinking that they're just going to pull out all in the In fact, they, they brought two of the heroes over to, to Team Chaos. Terra yeah, let me understand that. Either. Oh, wait, no, three. Terra, Cloud, and Tidus are now part of Team Chaos. I doesn't. Oh, and Jack, yeah, but Jack joined Cosmos, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, but Cosmos got, like, five, six new characters. yeah. <laughs> yeah, slightly. I have a what, do, what do the villains get? They get nothing. They get no love at all. I have a feeling that there there is still some things left to left for them to send out. I really feel like there has to be something that is going to surprise us. There has to be. Come on, you can't leave us there. I'm sorry. You, I wouldn't hold my breath. Well, that's the DLC. You just can't leave us like that. That's not nice. Well, the DLC is probably just going to be extra yeah. costumes. Pit. Oh, you never know. They might add an extra character. Hopefully, fingers crossed. That'd be so cool. Eris might become playable. If they added freaking Seymour. Well, she has different costumes, which is interesting. It's like she's not a playable character, but you can change her costume. <laughs> it's just like, okay, Crisis Core Eris. Sigh. All right, that's cool. Mm-mm. It doesn't seem like there's going to be uh, any more chance of villains either, does it, Colin? If you look doesn't at the next story, so. no. Sigh. That was your cue to read it. Sad panda. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, you want to say that again? <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's uh, they're going to have many chances to add more villains in the future either, does it, Colin? No, no, it doesn't. And no more because no more. Like we said earlier, no more said something, and this is what he said: "This city of Duodism is going to be the last as we know it." <laughs> Good. You know, and, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm David, glad. you're probably extremely happy about that. Yeah, I think, time. David, you must be really happy. Yeah, I think they should stop wasting their ma- their, their time with these games. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the funny but thing is, they spend so much time on it. <laughs> what about, what the, about story? the story? The story is like useless. It doesn't add anything. <laughs> so, what story? <laughs> I don't even know the story. It's all fan service, really. There isn't yeah. a story. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's none, just fan. There, well, there is one, but none that you should it's care about. It's just a about. bunch of fans. There is a story, but you could probably you can sum it up in about two minutes. It's a story like Marvel vs. Capcom or Street Fighter. You know what I kind of feel like? I kind of feel like this should have been postponed a bit, like the second of the Dissidia series. Wait until like a few more Final Fantasies, if a few more Final Fantasies come out, and then like start putting in like 
different, like, new, new, new characters? Like... Well, uh, based on how Skorinx work at the moment, we'd probably be waiting about <laughs> 10 years for that. Yeah, I and know. 20 years. Together it seems as though they wanted characters. to get this out. But if the... you think about it, we've, it seems... waited, we've waited this long for um, a Final Fantasy, like, strictly Final Fantasy fighting game type thing. You know, like... Urgies. Well, there was Urgies, but it, it was that really as big as Dissidia, do you think? So, no, see, no like, that was a fair. This is the first really big... Really big Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy versus Final Fantasy type thing, you know. Um, I feel like for me, I, I really think that they should have just, you know, maybe had DLC every now and then for the first one, and then like came out with this Duodecim like way yeah. in in the future. Well, it's it, I mean, like part of it is that I have an inkling they knew that NGP was coming out. Oh, yeah, they're probably gonna wait um, for that. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably wanted to shovel their PSP games out as I soon guess. as possible, which is why Gito is probably going to hit before the NGP comes out. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they decide to actually make uh, well, Type Zero for the NGP. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the PSP. It's not coming out on the PSP anymore. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Well, first it was the mobile phones. It moved from mobile PSP. phones to the PSP, then to the NGP. Yeah. That's. Kind of it's a, not called Type I kind Zero of hope anymore. it does because NGP is just like I mean, uh, PSP is it's getting really old now. Like I, I don't really mm. have fun playing it anymore. <gasps> I I haven't really Gasp. touched my PSP for a while. I know that Colin is the biggest. I'm the PSP only one that touches my PSP. I have two PSPs. Actually. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm playing Final Fantasy Nine on it right now. Yay! Ooh, nice. En- enjoying it thoroughly. <laughs> 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 I should really replay. But other than that, like the actual PSP games, uh, like I don't know, they're getting pretty old now. Yeah. Not even Peace Walker? I haven't even finished that. Well, there's not a ton, <laughs> is there? Oh, David, did you do the survey? What? What survey? Tell him, Colin. Konami has a survey on Facebook asking for your input on Metal Gear. It's, it's ridiculously detailed. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm not on Facebook, so... You don't have to be a registered member, I think. I don't believe in Facebook. Send him the link! <laughs> but it's, it's a trap! This is a slight segue, but they, they like ask you which games you played, and if you haven't played one, they're like, why do you play it? <laughs> they have yeah. multiple paths like, in the survey. It's ridiculous. If you, if you pick this answer, you go this direction. If you pick, like you say, if you, don't, you haven't played, played it, they're like, why haven't you played it? <laughs> There's like 25 options, and some of them cause time paradoxes, like one of them is, <laughs> I didn't play this game because I didn't like the story. But how would you know you didn't like the story if you haven't played the game? That's true. Yeah. Well, maybe you read so up on the like, creator of Time Paradox. Maybe they're considering that Another you one was like, I didn't Wiki. like the voice actors. Maybe they're cons- I didn't play because I didn't like the voice actors. Maybe they're considering <laughs> if you like looked it up on Wikipedia <laughs> or something. They're like counting that into yeah. everything now. Like, you read up on the game before you played it. No one wants to spoil the games for themselves, I though. Do. If David spoiled a Metal Gear game for himself, he'd probably take his own life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't spoil. He said, no spoil. I, I normally don't spoil the whole story, just the ending. You just watch the ending. I yeah. like. I like <laughs> my, Gear launches nukes. I like my games to what? play. What <laughs> you knew? I like games to play like uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. You know, I know the ending, but I just like to see how they get there. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> Colin, would you like to continue with the story? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think we should get yeah. off this. Huge I think, yeah, I think, I think we should continue with uh, with Namura quotes. Yeah. So, Desidia do a decent last as we know it, but but he also says that that he wants his team working on a different genre. What? A shooter? So we might see Desidia, Please. but as, in a, in a different format. He's gonna be working on the next licensed Formula One game. <laughs> no, 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 it'll be Desidia Wars RTS. It'll be a simulation game. <laughs> <laughs> My life as a Final uh, Fantasy character. 
That's what it's going to be. Hey, they've made they've That's made those Crystal already. Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my life as a king, my life as a dark lord. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, he also said that there's going to be no universal tuning because the game is coming out too soon. Oh. I understand what that means. Well, it basically means that, you know with like the international editions and stuff that it's generally because there's a while before the Japanese release and the, there's at least the like a release. six month gap between the Japanese and the Western so, release. They release a new version for the Japanese with all the fixes they make yeah. for the Western version, mm-hmm. but because the city is coming out like less than a month apart from the Japanese one, they don't have enough time to do any changes. So I don't think no they have universal... anything to change yeah. in the first place. Well, there's always stuff to change. Mm. They might just come out with like a greatest hits version type thing. Well, that would just be the same version cheaper, I guess. And maybe with all the DLC, yeah. probably not. Well, that's what I think they would do. You know, like if they um, if they had to make a lot of changes to the game, but. It's, I mean, part of this also makes me just think again because the NGP, mm. like the NGP is coming out at the end of the year. Universal choosing comes out generally six to seven months after the Japanese release, mm. so it would hit pretty much about NGP time. Yeah. So Universal tuning for NGP. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somehow, well, if anything, so. it'll prob- probably just be a part like Monster Hunter, which yeah, yeah they didn't change anything to it. It's just pretty much the PSP version played on the NGP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably going to have to do that for a little while. Well, that is if they want to make more money type thing to accommodate for the people who are changing ever. I'm sure they'll support the NGP in some oh, way. Yeah. They're making a new franchise. <laughs> FF7 remake on the NGP. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Controversial. Anyway, David, would you like to take the last story? You bet I would. <laughs> uh, okay, so Final Fantasy XIII's battle director has left Square Enix. That's <laughs> right. Toshiro Tsushida, the battle director of Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy XIII, has left Square Enix. <sighs> and, uh, by the way, he was also the creator of Front Mission and worked on Final Fantasy XI's battle system. So he was quite active with Square Enix there for the past ten years. He was. Years. It's a pretty sad day, really. Because yeah. I think, in many people's opinions, X and thirteen had the best battle systems. Mm. Oh, I yeah, definitely loved X. Yeah, ten was definitely a very good battle system because... Uh, like uh, a lot of people didn't like it because it was like slower, but I think it really added another level of uh, like te- it's tactics. Strategic. Yeah, definitely oh, yeah. strategic. It was by far the most strategic, I would say. And I love the incorporation of. The I'd say the thirteen is strategic as well. I, I don't know. That that was more of like a reflex type. Uh, it was, like, but you had to be strategic with your reflexes. Yeah. Like if you had the wrong party set up, you just wouldn't be able to win. I love some battles. I love yeah, the but change like, uh, of the summons. I, in the Final Fantasy X version, like how they did that. Oh yeah, that, that was that was kind of interesting. It was it was the I've first time that you before. could control your your Aeons. Like yeah, and, but but you know, like ever since then, I, I don't think they've they've been able to recreate that kind of sense because they've yeah. tried. Yeah, they've tried. Like with Final Fantasy XII, you could control the summon more or less, but mm-hmm. it, it just didn't seem like worth using because they were so weak. Yeah, I almost want them to go back to the one hit summons. Yeah, those were fun too. Yeah, but I mean, there weren't that they, much. Those seemed than a magic. lot more epic. Yeah, but they they like weren't really that, that much reason to... different compared to regular magic, other than the animation. Yeah, I mean, thirteen summons were okay. I just never used <laughs> them. Yeah, too much like transformers. Yeah, they, they had some uses, mostly for farming. But I know, <laughs> I know, in Final <laughs> Fantasy X, I definitely used my summons a ton especially on like boss battles where they were like ridiculously hard or had mm-hmm. like a lot of hp well, yeah because you could just you could just cheat and get all the summons on their yeah, limit breaks before the battle and just go do. and churn that's them all out what i would always do like um with seymour in um mount gagazette like oh that yeah fight had yeah. all of them leveled up it was amazing i loved it and you know like they would last for about like two or three hits 
and yeah, it was great. I loved it. But I do like I do like the really really special like one hits one hit summons like in Final Fantasy uh, eight like I I liked the animations for that and stuff like that. Well, that's how they all were until I ten. Know. But, yeah, but like they can't possibly go back to that now, just because nah. like, they've it, it would be going backwards. Yeah, they've already upgraded. Why go back? I mean, it, it feels. I mean, after like thirteen and twelve, like it kind of feels like they're getting a bit old. Like they, it, it feels like they're only still kind of in the game because they. It's have gotten to, to the be. point where I actually forget about the summons, and I don't even yeah, use them. Yeah, I didn't. Honestly, if you asked me what summons were in thirteen, I couldn't tell you. Because I, I, I just could. don't care. Now, well, there's on one the staple summon. I couldn't tell you what summons were in twelve. <laughs> that's, good. that's because they had all new summons. Yeah. Yeah. And their names were impossible to read or remember. <laughs> but I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I can name all the summons in thirteen. I just know Odin and Shiva. Yeah, Shiva is. And Bahamut awesome. and Alexander. Well, yeah, that's Alexander. Oh yeah, because that was Hope. I, I don't remember Vanilla's yeah, summon. Hope. I know what it looked like, but it was uh, like Hash. It has some funny name. It was like Hashkundan. Wasn't, wasn't Saws Harry Hands? What? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Saws was uh, something else. They didn't. They got rid of it for it as a uh, summon. Oh, he was, was, he was a fire. Yeah, he was a fire one though. I forget the name of that one too. It was it's, something crazy. Screw that, Tifra. <laughs> well, if it was in the game, uh, he was in that like place where all the like games and the chocobos were. That uh, anyone... wannabe goat salsa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does anyone actually remember the name of that place? Eden? No, not Eden. Uh, what was the no, name? I don't even remember. We just call uh, it wannabe I... goat salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of that place. Faux Saucer. Oh, okay. oh, now, you would think it would be really easier buggy. to remember since it's like one of the only towns you ever visit. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> the only one. You can't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> See, everyone makes a big deal because there's no towns, and then there's the one that there is in there, we don't remember. <laughs> the one that wasn't that town. memorable. You couldn't do anything. Well, there. that's just the thing because everybody just complains. Oh, there's no towns in Final Fantasy 13. It's like, well, eh, 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 mister, there was one. You just don't well, remember. Or you choose to discount it. So it never gets talked about. Well, to be fair, we've blocked it out from our memories. Defense, the characters were all fugitives. I don't think they'll be going to Exactly. That was the argument I made. It wouldn't really work if you could just be like, hey, how's it going? If you think about the it, scene, though, scene. like, if you look at, <laughs> if you go back to Final Fantasy 7, Avalanche, there were terrorists. Who would like terrorists? It's true. Exactly. And yeah, and yeah, like it was fine. It worked in the game. Although it'd be pretty. What well, did they openly know what they looked like? Oh, sorry. It would be pretty freaking funny if you just went into a town and all of a sudden a mob of people just come after you. It's like tra la 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 la. Oh my gosh! I, I think they should do that with the next Final Fantasy. <laughs> just mobs everywhere. Oh, terrorists! Get them! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, uh, most Final Fantasy Fox. games had the main characters were kind of like the I don't want to say bad people, but they were they were rebels. People, like kind of yeah, they're wanted. That's that's a good word for it. They're wanted. Yeah, but by you've the, also the, got the, to consider that you got to consider that in like Final Fantasy VII, for example, most of the towns had about three houses. <laughs> 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 Look at Rocket Town, for example. I mean, the only people that we know lived there Sid. were Sid and yeah. Sheila. Cosmo Canyon, the old guy who looks at the rocket. Do you think that anyone in Cosmo Canyon is going to try and do something against you? (laughs) The one place, wait, uh, Nimbleheim, isn't that? 
Nibelheim. Oh my gosh, no, that place. Nibelheim. They would creep me out. The hooded people. Oh my god, I couldn't go there. It was so scary. It creeped me out. <laughs> the caped crusaders. Oh gosh. The caped crusaders, they the men s- in black. They were so creepy. The Jehovah Witnesses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if they came out if they came after me in a Final Fantasy game, I'd never pick up a Final Fantasy. Oh no, game no, sorry. Again. The Jenova Witnesses. I said it incorrectly. <laughs> Freudian but, um, slips. <laughs> Freudian slips. The Watchtower. Oh my gosh! No, I just, yeah, there were there were places in in thirteen. I mean, you're in Cocoon, for, for, and you, that's yep. a big yep. city. That place and was a joke. They're hunting you down most of the time. What was the time you yeah, were well, in like that this? Place was a joke. It was just like a bunch of streets. Yeah. Stay away from the summoner. <laughs> <laughs> that was Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> you make it sound like a disease. Well, I guess like after that, like after um after Yuna gets like. After she goes against Unaleska, then people start looking at you, like they start talking to you. Yeah, weird. like you, they're all, they they shut off places. Like you're not allowed in Bavel and things yeah. like that. Oh yeah, no, you're not allowed in Bavel any at all, at all. But you see, with the other games though, it was <clears throat> it was quite different to Thirteen because in Thirteen, everyone on Cocoon was convinced that you were a heathen. Mm. Like there was no middle area. Like there weren't people that were like, who were sympathizers. Whereas in all the other games, there were always people that were on each side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, 10, that's true. Because example. of Avalanche, there were people that supported Avalanche, and those that didn't. Exactly, and like, well, most of the people in the in the slums supported Avalanche because they hated Shinra, and then they left Midgar when all the stuff happened anyway. So most people probably didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. They probably thought they died in the Sector Seven purge. Yeah, I'll use that word purge. Yeah, you seem to like that. Shh. <laughs> 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 going to the uh, the the before. Talks of before the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We we, we won't go there. We won't go. No. There. Yeah. I still want to know how they replaced that sector. Well, they have didn't. they replaced that sector? I don't, I don't think know. They even replaced it in Advent Children. Well, no, they they didn't like replace it. It's like oh, would be really it? weird. If you, plate fell if, you on in, of if you were in like the sectors either side, you'd just be driving along in your car, and then it'd be like, "Oh wait, no, there's a huge drop there now." Well, they would have um, six the didn't come down. would have been affected by it. Awkward. Driving on the highway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's still very sad to me to think about Jesse. <laughs> Poor Jesse. That was pretty sad. And, Why did you have and, to bring that up? I'm sad now. And and Wedge. <laughs> Wedge fell from like the top. Yeah, he floor. falls from the top. <gasps> and he's, he's like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> And he can he could still talk. I was I'm like how yeah, did he survive Yeah, it's like he just that? fell like a hundred meters and <laughs> you can still. The didn't kill him. He just died farther afterwards. than a hundred meters. It was like a half he was, a kilometer. The flap absorbed the impact. It must have impact. been like 50, 50 stories. The flap absorbed the impact. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't the slimmest of guys. Yeah, he must have just <laughs> bounced. <laughs> That's what I, I think that was also when I realized that Jesse was a girl because I originally I thought that Jesse was a guy. Oh yeah, I, I think well, I did too. Really when I first with the played the game graphics. Mm. Until cl- it's kind of hard to tell. Until she graphics, started coming on cloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a little bit creepy. <laughs> oh, Jesse's a girl. That makes sense. Yeah, and then Cloud's like, nah, yeah. nah, whatever. She's dead. Whatever. Yeah. Didn't like her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think we've exhausted all our news topics. Yeah. Not that there was I think really we went much. off on a pretty huge tangent. Yeah, well, bit. you know. It's a Final Fantasy podcast. We're talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah. It's fine. If, if we didn't go off topic, we would be done those topics in about three minutes. So it's just yeah. that is not true. a whole lot to talk I mean, about. We could have talked about Front Mission and how the guy who's created it has left, but I don't think anyone really plays Front Mission. 
Well, well they you did know, FF11's with, battle system. With all these people leaving Square Enix, like it, uh, it really makes There's me. There's no one left. It really makes me think that like they're gonna be just like start up a whole new company, kind of like Infinity Ward did. Like all those people leaving, they're gonna start up their own new company that will be like the old old SquareSoft. Ooh, all the better. Be be awesome. Well, they tried to do it with Miss The only one left is failed. Tetsuya Nomura, really. Like, he, he's the yeah. only good one and left. Kitaze. The question is, when will he leave? Oh, I don't Nomura think Nomura and are the only ones I left. I don't think Nomura is leaving anytime soon. I think he thinks, you know... Imagine how much he gets paid. I'm, a f- I'm the king of the freaking castle, and I'm awesome. I have Kingdom Hearts. Well, he's like the only one holding Square Enix together. Yeah. He's like, I have Kingdom Hearts. If he left, they would capitulate. And I do freaking (laughs) all of the artwork now. It's just like... And Yoichi Wada would be like, uh, what am I going to do now? Oh, let's hire some more crappy Western developers to make Western versions of our Japanese franchises. Please, no. I have to give Nomura a lot of credit, though. Like, just considering. It kind of makes me think that Suchida left because of Front Mission Evolved. Yeah, they gave it to like a Western developer to do. Mm-hmm. The, one of the worst Western developers around. Who's that? Smart moves. Uh, Square Enix. Double Helix. Oh, yeah. They made like the G.I. Joe game, which we uh. gave three out of ten. <laughs> yeah, they're really trustworthy with games. Making good games. It's like, why would you... I mean, the whole point of the Front Mission Evolved was that they wanted to make more people in the West aware of Front Mission, but now they're only aware of it for bad reasons. Yeah. Yes, for how bad it was. Yeah, I honestly do not know a lot of things about Front Mission at all. And none of us know why Square Enix do the things they do. Nope. So weird. But they do them anyway. I'm just clueless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they want to so get... if you want if you if you want people to know more about Front Mission, surely you are, you are a good developer. You know, mm-hmm. all of our listeners probably think that we all hate Square Enix. I, I don't think any of us really do. It's just that we're no. we're just so frustrated that they're not doing the things that we want. Yeah, Dis- disillusioned is the word. It's like. You know, there we go. If you want to make like here, advertise like Square Enix. Like seriously, I remember hearing about Final Fantasy X on the TV and being so dumbfounded that there was actually a commercial on TV for a Final Fantasy game. I mean, like if you want people to spread the word. Well, they had an FF13 commercial. Yeah, at the 13 NBA did loads. 13 All-Stars. did something. Like I. And at I don't the end, that's actually the only game that I, I do remember seeing ad, ad, ads for. Really? For Final Fantasy game. But the then, only one I other saw, than the ads got pulled. The one I remember was the last Final one Fantasy was X2, X2 and 10. Yeah, 10 2 and 10. But it's just like, yeah. you know, if they did that more, I feel like they would have more people knowing about their game. They don't have to change the game. Yeah. Like, the game point. is what we all love. Well, it, it's kind of strange, really, because, I mean, like, the. They they didn't really do much advertising in the first. Well, uh, Final Fantasy VII did really well because they spent a ton of marketing. And they had Sony do that for them. Yeah. Ironically, that's the most successful mm-hmm. when <laughs> Square Enix didn't do it themselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and pretty much. Maybe it's a sign Square Enix should go back to Sony. I mean, it, it's it's weird how you th- if you think yeah, about it really how it works because Final, Final Fantasy was always really popular in Japan. Sure. Because, you know, it's dra- just like Dragon Quest was, but over in the West, no one really you know it had like a cult following. Yeah. Then Final Fantasy VII came out; it kind of got mass appeal, and then ever since then, the the same people that got seven have been buying the ones afterwards, mm-hmm. but the numbers have been going down. Yeah. Because I guess people have been getting like fed up, or they don't care anymore. They're growing up, or whatever. Yeah, and it doesn't really feel like they're doing much to try and counteract that. No, like every single game's different, but it, they seem really conflicted about what they're trying to do. I mean, like Final Fantasy Twelve was blatantly done to try and get more Western people involved, and it was like the most critically acclaimed Western game in history. But quite a lot of traditional Final Fantasy fans didn't like it. Yeah, and then with Thirteen, they're like, oh well, 
we don't really care about the West anymore. But we still wanted to do really well over there. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, if you think about it in the past, I was looking at, like, a lot of the advertising they have in Japan for Final Fantasy and a lot of the advertising... They go crazy. They have, like, on TV. Like, they even had this Coca-Cola commercial that I never saw before. A Final for Final Fantasy, Fantasy 9. Isn't that one cute? Oh, yeah, FF9 awesome? had that cool commercial. <laughs> And they put yeah, like they put Final characters on the. The city has a ton of had, advertising. In yeah, they had the. Um, they I think they took over one of the train stations. They like, completely decked out with the city of stuff. Yeah. They had all the, the drinks and things okay, like that. So, Huge advertising so lines. And they wonder they, why they should just do what here. they do in Japan. Yeah. In the West, I would buy so, those pop those pop drinks. I would <laughs> buy those. I know. Drinks. Just think of how much it's money like they make. Like I mean, if you consider you how many people drink soda, America. Oh my gosh. I mean, come on, Decidio Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh it my gosh. Work. It would Decidio. sell like hot cakes. Not that hot cakes. They should have spent so. that money instead of licensing Leona Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah. That was yeah. their way of saying, Still, yeah, we've westernized this game. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we want Leona Lewis's fans to buy the game. <laughs> but you know, it's really weird. Like, uh, Final Fantasy has it has never really been like like. The people who play it in North America don't care that it's a Japanese game. In fact, I think that's why they play it. Like, why would yeah. they want to go away from that? Not only will it exactly. hurt their Japanese fan base, because I think a lot of people were confused by the game, mm. um, but also it'll hurt the North American fans because it's not what they're expecting. Yeah. It's really it's really stupid because, I mean, yeah, it's a Japanese RPG. It's like Atlas. Atlas don't go out of their way to try yeah. and make games that appeal to the Western, well, the Western market yeah, the, because... That's not their audience. That would be like Bioware, Bethesda, like making a Japanese and it's RPG. Gained, like, quite a following. It's I just I, I I honestly do not understand. I mean, well, I understand it. Like Capcom and Square Enix, they want to try and make more money. Yeah, it's all and, about the business. And and the Western uh, the Western audience is where all the money is coming from right now because the Japanese industry is going more towards handhelds mm. and that kind of thing. That's a but mistake. that doesn't mean that they have to compromise on what they believe should be, the game should be about it doesn't mean they have to try and it, it basically means that Japanese developers are just not making the games they want to make anymore yeah they're just making what will sell and yeah exactly if they just it's like I mean the uh, the guy who makes Yakuza mm-hmm. I mean obviously that's a very Japanese game but he's working on a new game now and they have a they have uh, they've employed some consultants from western developers to help them develop the game to make it good for the western audience mm-hmm. it's like just make the game you want to make. Yeah, totally. If it's good, it will sell. If it's not, then it won't. I mean, like, if you just consider the Persona series in America, like, Persona sells in America because it's, you know, it's Atlas and it's good. It's just a Japanese RPG. People love it for what it is. Yeah. It's the same with Demon's Souls as well. They made that with no preconceptions whatsoever. And no look how huge it's become. No exactly. Everybody's yeah. looking forward to Dark Souls. like a million copies by now, I'm sure. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand, but... I think we're. I mean, you look at games like Mass Effect and Oblivion. Do those even sell well in Japan? No. No. Exactly. So they just make the game they want to make, and if it's good, it will sell. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that's the way Final Fantasy worked in the first place, isn't it? Everyone really loved it. Exactly. Many people think Final Fantasy VII is one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And they made that for the Japanese audience because that's who they are. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing a bunch of uh, Japanese RPGs like Arton Aliko. I'm playing. I'm enjoying that a lot more than FF13. (laughs) <laughs> and Tactics Ogre, the, they re, Square, Square Enix just re-released that for the PSP, a lot better than FF13, Ironic, in my opinion. Considering it's 15 years old. It's, <laughs> it, it's 15 years old, but 
the story is so much more in depth than FF13. There, there are branching story story events. You can go down different paths, have different endings. It's just so much bigger, and it, it's on the PSP. Here's another huge t- tangent, but would you guys recommend playing Chrono Cross? Uh, it was totally. never released in Europe. Mm. Mm. Totally. I've uh, heard good things wait, I forget. About is it. that the w- is that the one with the Dragon Ball character designer? Uh, no, that was Chrono Trigger. I think it's it. It was not that in. See, I Chrono always confused it. Yeah, I think it was. Well, I would it was PS One game. Yeah, Chrono uh, Chrono Trigger was the one with the Dragon Ball uh, graphics. That also is an interesting point there, though, David. And I know this has basically turned into a Square Enix "What the hell's going on?" discussion. <laughs> back in the day, they actually <coughs> experimented with new jo- new franchise, new IPs, uh, like Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross. I mean, where how'd that come from? What oh, do they do now are, instead? Both are exceptionally good games. If, if it's not Crystal Chron- if, if basically they don't make games anymore unless it's for a handheld system or it has Final Fantasy in the yeah, title. Final Fantasy, mm. uh, Crystal Bearers, or uh, the Tower Defense game. I mean, if they made Dissidia and it wasn't a Final Fantasy game, but with a full-blown story and characters with the same battle system, I would totally get into it. But it probably wouldn't sell as well, so they're not going to make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why they went Yuichi with Dissidia Wada. Final Fantasy. I think it was last year or the year before, Yuichi Wada came out and basically said, because uh, the world ends with you didn't sell well enough, he basically said, from now on, we're not going to release anywhere near as many new IPs because we can't guarantee they'll sell. Whereas with Final Fantasy and like Kingdom Hearts, Dragon Quest, they know they will sell just because it has those names. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. thinking of just way too much in the short term. Like what game was going to sell? But pretty soon we're gonna, just going to get tired of all this like crap and and uh, all that. Like we subpar games. We we need the occasional new game that will maybe become a new franchise on its own. Like if it's uh, well, they're mm-hmm. using the they're using the Western developers for that now. Hmm. And how's that going? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you phrased that question. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I think we should uh, we should go on to our questions. Finally, <laughs> that was a long discussion. <laughs> okay, Lauren, do you want to take the first question? Sure, will. Okay, so this first question. Well, the only question. Well, it's our only question. Our only question is from High Wind Death, and they ask, "What ways have you related Final Fantasy to the real world or to yourself?" It's a pretty deep question. I know. A very deep question. Is mm-hmm. my, how is my life in Final Fantasy, or is Final Fantasy who, in my who, life? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first if no one else. Okay, I'll go. Go for it. All right, go. Um, Do it now. Well, the only <laughs> thing that I can think of is um. Other than the fact that Final Fantasy is is my life, yeah, you know, I live it every day. Um, I have a sword, and I go out and I fight fiends. You have a sword and you save the world on a daily basis. You use potions. (laughs) What can I say? It's it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, you know? Um, (laughs) Somebody's got to save the world. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, there's an asteroid coming to Earth. Who's going to save it? Me. Hello. And maybe, like, a few of my friends who have like emo haircuts and a ton of zippers, like yeah, <laughs> zippers and belts. <laughs> and belts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <The emo>. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah. it, what do you think would actually happen if seriously some people in like more realistic costumes <laughs> just suddenly started going out in the middle of the town <laughs> with like so- brandishing swords and guns? Final Fantasy versus. I'd probably be arrested right immediately. I just go into. <laughs> what are you doing with that sword? I'm trying to save the world. Well, I'll go into you guys a random about the, uh... store and ask them where their potions are. 
Excuse me. You heard me? about the the guy who like dressed up as a Hellgas soldier to advertise Killzone? Oh was yeah, that was in like Germany, wasn't it? Yeah, oh the, it was gosh, in Germany. Was he? he was totally arrested. The cops tried to oh arrest him. Sony had hired him to like advertise Killzone Three, and they're like, "What are you doing with that gun?" <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's not even not a real, real gun. gun. Oh yeah, my word! Funny. It's hilarious though. But so, yeah, don't go out with branching swords <laughs> and guns. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just, just advice for you guys there. Like, um, excuse me, store clerk. Um, could you point me to the nearest Phoenix down? My friend just died, and I want to revive him. And no, knocked out. Yeah. Knocked, knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> oh yes, there is a differentiation. Sorry. Um, my friend Phoenix got knocked can't out. Save the dead. Yes. Otherwise, Eris would be with us now. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Harsh memories, but in in all in all honesty, how my life is with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy really inspires me, like uh, the music and the stories and the characters and stuff like that. So um, I have this d- uh, project for Intro to Design, a class that I'm taking in college currently on theater design, and um, I'm currently taking Romeo and Juliet, and I can do anything with it. And design it any way I want. And how do I do it? I choose Final Fantasy. So I basically am making a Final Fantasy themed or Final Fantasy inspired um, Romeo and Juliet production, which is it's been a lot of fun. I've I've made most of my costume designs. Um, my Juliet, of course, her hairstyle is yeah. based off of Eris, obviously, but um, Romeo. <laughs> Romeo, I made more like Squall a bit. Is he? Is um, all, are all of his lines going to be whatever? Is more like Lulu in her costume design. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a huge soliloquy of just beautiful words. So it's kind of the opposite. Romeo, Romeo, <laughs> where are the Romeo? <laughs> that, that's <laughs> Juliet. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So it's been it's been really interesting. It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to show people and be like, hey, look at what Can you I have Zalus' best friend? Did you guys ever notice that <laughs> Squall facepalmed a lot? Yes, yeah. yes, he did. None of them ever messed <laughs> up his hair. He never messed up his hair. Nope. I was just going to say that. He never messed up his hair. Because <laughs> they have, like, industrial hair strength gel. Hair gel and wax. <laughs> Even Titus didn't mess up his hair when he went swimming. How did, I mean, how did Titus' hair stay perfect? Screw gel. We're using crazy glue. <laughs> but it's like they're underwater. Surely it should affect something. Maybe he yep. had like some sort of uh, uh, hydrophobic it's like duck feathers wax on his hair. In s- <laughs> in Soviet yeah. Final Fantasy, hair rules you. <laughs> okay. So I believe David, uh, you had a profound answer for this. Well, I wouldn't call it profound, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, occasionally, uh, I dream, like, while I'm sleeping, that I am, in fact, a Final Fantasy character. I remember this. So you dream while you're sleeping? Like yes. That's right. Oh. That is an epiphany right there. <laughs> but, like, this actually are... relates to one of the threads on our forums. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But anyways, continue. Uh, well, well there, there is a thread that's all about, like, uh, do you dream about, like, Final, uh, do you have, like, Final Fantasy-esque dreams, and what are they? Well, yeah, like, that, that's exactly what it is. Like, I am a character. And sometimes like, it actually is, like, something that happened inside of an actual game. Or it could be just something that's, like, completely unique. But, I mean, like, mm. those are by far my favorite games. Because, like, they really get your adrenaline going. Because, like, you actually, mm. like, feel the attacks. And and it's like you're in 
Avatar. Like, you are an Avatar character. Like, the movie Avatar? Yeah. James like, Cameron. Pocahontas yeah. blue people? But, but it, it, it's like that, too. Like, like, after watching that movie, I think I had a couple dreams that were, like, I was in the world of Pandora. And it was just, like, amazing. Because, like, Pandora... Was it in 3D? Uh, no, well, no, it wasn't in 3D. Oh, dear. <laughs> Your dreams aren't technologi- technologically <laughs> advanced enough. Yeah. Need surround sound. Actually, you know what's really interesting? Uh, just, this is another big tangent here, but uh, you know how some people say that you dream in black and white? Well, yeah. that's that's actually because uh, a lot of the, a lot of those studies were done on people like 20, 30 years ago, on people who may have only seen black and white TV. So they weren't so creative uh, enough to add If you're doing it now, like, like we dream in color, so maybe 10, 20 years from now, people are going to dream in, in 3D. Th- Whoa. <laughs> Imagine Inception? that. Inception? Dream within Trippy. a dream? Dream within a dream? Within a dream. Real? You can die in a dream? Ooh. So what about you, Colin? Me, I don't have any profound answers. I don't I don't think I actually relate How? Final Fantasy to the real world. If anything, I get inspired by its art because I'm an artist, oh, yeah. an um, aspiring artist quote-unquote. Although, <laughs> quote, lately, unquote. I don't really take that much inspiration from Final Fantasy because a lot of their designs have been the same throughout the years. Lightning Cloud. Yeah, Lightning Cloud. <laughs> but, Colin, you don't Pretty dream much. of having a nice... Ah, sadly, I don't dream story, at all. Like Squall and Renoa. I blame the army because oh. when I sleep, it's a deep <laughs> sleep. Like, You're like, just well, you don't have sleep. to just sleep. I mean, just like daydream, like longing for a Final Fantasy romance like not Titus re- I kind of daydream more about men and guys do that oh guys Mel don't Gear. Yeah. Guys Gear. Don't, do, don't do that okay Arcon. what the <laughs> hell never mind then I, j- I just kind of dream about doing oh like CQC dear. on other people <laughs> we, we need to practice actually funny story that day when I was at school some homeless homeless guy was following me and yelling at me I thought he was going to pull a knife on me oh and gosh. I kept running through my mind what I was going to do if he ever did that but good thing I crossed and the street and out your uh, so no CQC, no, no was, CQC done. was done but you were planning it out yes I was planning it out yeah we, we need to practice some yes, CQC at E3 Colin mm. there should be a course on CQC there probably is <laughs> taught by Big Boss himself yeah <laughs> by David Hayter Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> As a question. <laughs> As, Gear. As a question. Metal Gear. Yeah. You need the exclamation mark, question mark after. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> I was so great in Peace Walker. He just opens up this truck and he's like, Metal Gear. And it's actually like a gear. Yeah, it's a gear made of metal. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> or he opens up one of the trucks and he's like, Hideo Kojima. Kojima-san. <laughs> and there's one truck full of tuna. Yeah. Oh anyway, dear. Oh dear. the amount of tangents. I think this is a new record for us on tangents. Yeah, this definitely has. Yeah, I'm been. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and bring this back round by saying I don't really, I don't. I'm like Colin. I don't really have anything that, or any way that Final Fantasy kind of relates to the real world for me, other than when I was a lot younger. Escaping I used to get really excited the when the games world, came out, maybe. but. Aww. It's kind of es- uh, escapism. Well, I guess. Yeah, for me, yeah. I could just imagine Daryl going like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and crying. Well, it's, right, so so 7 I didn't know about. Um, 
my next door neighbor had that and that's how I first got into it eight I didn't even know it to come out my friend told me and then I like quickly rushed downtown and bought the special edition nine was the first one I knew about before it was coming out so I pre-ordered it and then I was on work experience at the time with my next door neighbor came home got the game and I was like oh Final Fantasy 9 oh my god it's so exciting and he was just like yeah I don't really care about Final Fantasy anymore <laughs> so it just like completely Aww. deflated me it, it, it left you heartbroken yeah did that, that was your first your breakup. impression on FF9 potentially <laughs> it just brings up bad memories <laughs> of abandonment trauma childhood I trauma. lost my friend I honestly can't remember 10 I can't remember when I got 10 I think 10 was the first one I waited for because um, I remember like I played through Final Fantasy 8 and then 7 and then my friend one year for his birthday he was so excited because he got Final Fantasy 9 and ran into his room and started playing it and we were all watching him and I'm just like what is this? And I go it's Final Fantasy 9. What is that? And oh. I mean maybe and we're just disheveled old people now but I wasn't overly excited for Final Fantasy 13. The only reason I was excited is because we've been waiting so exactly. flipping long. It's not yeah. really excitement for the story. Even then I wasn't excited. Hands on the game. I definitely wasn't as excited for 13 as I was for 10. Like I, I do feel that half of it is that we're just older now though. It might be but I don't know. Or maybe it's just lost some of the magic that it once had. Maybe. Like the, uh, I don't the really excitement. get excited for that many games now. Mass Effect I 3. MGS 5. Yeah. Uncharted 3. Yeah. MGS, Uncharted. That's about it. Actually, David, that's the thing we're talking about just now. Dark they Soul. asked what, what platform would you like the next PS Metal Gear to be 3. on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, so uh, for today's, uh, well, sorry we didn't have time for more questions today. We we kind of ran on a bit. Yeah. But, uh, if you, if you have more questions, do ask us. We will we'll we will get to them eventually. Please. Um, for today's music segment, we have a a, a piece from Final Fantasy Four, which wasn't on the OC Remix album. But <laughs> it is from OC Remix. It was submitted afterwards. It's uh, an arrangement of the song Into the Darkness, and it's called Crazy Old Betty. Ooh, that is an Betty. awesome title. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, the arranger is Sergei Murasan, who is a Romanian composer who lives in Transylvania. Ooh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He That's lives awesome. in Transylvania. Whoa. He lives with the vampires. It, does he sparkle? <laughs> that is my question. No, because real vampires don't sparkle. That's how we tell whether they are real Maybe he's or not. Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> <laughs> do you sparkle? Do you sparkle in the sunlight? No, you don't. Ha! You're not a real vampire. You are a false vampire. You're a phony. The cake Imposter. is a lie. So the uh, next, next Tuesday's episode on this feed <laughs> will be uh, Kingdom Hearts Union. And the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is going to be on the 29th of March, which I believe is a, is a special day. Whoa. Or around Episode there. 50? Yeah, episode 50. <gasps> So exciting! Gas, which which happens to coincide with the with with something that happened this yes, time last year. What happened this I time last year? I wonder myself. what happened. I don't know. We'll um, we'll let people figure it out for themselves. Was it? Shh, shh, no spoilers. No, David, don't do it. David, no, David, no. no. <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, anyway, if you want to find out what we've got planned for our fiftieth episode, you can subscribe to the feed and check back next. Well, in three weeks' time. Whoa. Um, if you want to find the feed, uh, you can just search for Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts on iTunes with the number one podcast. 
And they have been for a considerable <laughs> amount of time now. Yes. Because we are awesome. <laughs> I think we're, we're like the only, of course, ones, you... the only podcast that... No? No. Well, consecutively. There's tons of them. We just defeat them all. Weeks. We pawn. Yeah, well, maybe. Um, you can also catch all of our news coverage, although there hasn't really been that much recently. That's not but our you fault. can on FinalFantasyUnion.com. <laughs> no, it's not no. our fault. It's Nomura's fault. We blame Nomura. And, uh, of course, if you want to catch up with what was happening on, on a real-time basis, check out Twitter, which is forward slash FFUnion. You can also catch the show on David. FF-XIII.net. And that's pretty much all we've got time for this show. So uh, it's time for everyone to say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Monkey Peter. <laughs> that. That is for Rasgris. That is especially for Rasgris. A little present from... Oh, well, now we'll see if he actually listens yes. to the show. If he complains, that means he didn't. <gasps> yes. Anyway, I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and FinalFancyUnion.com production. Mm-hmm.